Uh, welcome to Dyson Pixels episode six. What are you eating? <laughs> Let me finish my fucking mouth while you son of a bitch. <laughs> no! Oh. Oh. Gava, failure to launch. My God. Beginning of the show. We've got a good show for you tonight. Uh, right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Finish eating. Go to theme song. Welcome to episode six. Uh, okay, yes, we do have a pretty good show for you tonight. There's a couple things we're going to go over at the beginning around Dutch Potato, uh, some new vocal horde news. We're going through some of the upcoming things we're going to be doing on the show. We haven't got a review today, but we are going to look out at some of the upcoming games that are either in pre-release or on their way, uh, coming out of some of the Brisbane developers. A lot of these will be at PAX as well. Um, and by the magic of modern technology, well, aren't you supposed to be at PAX right now, Puck? Amazing! Yes, amazing! Oh, we've crossed the <laughs> we've crossed the dimensional barrier of state. I am, I am at PAX. It's right amazing. Now. I don't it's all know the games and the things and the stalls and the people. There's literally shit flying everywhere. So, <laughs> how are you going this week, Puck? I'm good. I just got a haircut. You did? It's Was the it- shortest haircut I've ever had. Um, oh. The guy, the guy goes, "Oh, do, do you have like the um, the the clippers up the side?" And he goes, "Yeah," and uh, and, and 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 then he then he said, um, "Oh, all the way up." I was like, "That's a weird way to phrase it." Yeah. Oh, oh. you've got a buzz Uh-oh. cut. <laughs> no, not quite. But um, I had a uh, uh, like a flock of seagulls thing going on for a minute there. Wow. Oh, you're gonna look so hipster with your beard and that. I know. I know. Oh, I was very tempted to just like no. go buzz cut. Um, but I'm too much of a pansy, so just, I didn't. Just comb your beard over your head. Yeah. <laughs> Grow it long enough. That's a, a, a beard over. That style's coming. It's coming. Um, so what have you been up to, man? What's what's your exciting life entail this week? Oh, lots of uh, vocal hood work. We've picked up a bunch of games. Um, business tip for people out there. Uh a good idea and a bad idea is to go on an international gaming group and say, hey, this month we're doing free voice acting for your game. Uh, that both worked and backfired. It's delightful. Uh, yeah. We've got a lot of work on that, <laughs> which is great. And I've got... He's not um, getting paid any money. Uh, i got six soundtracks we're getting paid for. So that's good. Money's always good. We do it for the love of the game. Let's face it, there's no money in this industry. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. So what have you been up to? How are you going? Well, the industry, the, the entire gaming industry pretty much left, didn't it? Uh, so no, just, it left. It, Some of it came back. It starts here and then goes... It? it starts here and moves down south, which sucks. This is part of the show is to keep it up here. Um, well, in fairness, there are only 14 people who live in Brisbane. So Yes, I've met all of yeah. them. They just get different yeah. haircuts. Yeah, uh, so anyway, you were you mentioned a little bit earlier that you wanted to have a a bit of a quick chat about um, the origins, the origin story, the Marvel origin story of uh, Captain Dutch Potato. Yeah. Um, so have I ever have I ever told you where the name Dutch Potato came from? Uh, you have told me. I don't think you've told our uh, our listeners out there. So just just to to uh, preface this, there's no content warning here. There's no language warning. This isn't going to be a horrifying story that you'll uh, go to your no, grave. No, no. So, not many people realize this, but I'm a massive nerd. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. No, it's shocking. What with shocking. the beard? 
so the um so the name basically came from like I've I've been with my wife now for uh, let me think must be fourteen years I think um so way back in the day I was looking for a uh, domain name to use for a, just like basically emails so I've had I've had the Dutch potato domain name for ages ages her family's. Well, see, her family's Dutch, my family's Irish. So we just went, oh, yeah, Dutch potato. It's, it encompasses both cultures, which I think is hilarious, but no one else does. I think it's great because it sounds like a filthy, filthy sex move. Yeah, <laughs> the, Dutch, the Dutch potato. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so um, no, so this, this group, so just sort of wanted to get everyone up to speed as to um, what's happened with it because some people, some people have expressed some hesitancy to come along to our games because I think they've made the mistake of thinking that it's one big group of friends who just happen to play in a store, which is not quite the case. Because um, somebody mentioned this to me the other day and I was like, no, no, no. Most of the people who come and play with us are friends because of the group, not... They, they weren't friends who then came into the group, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, and anyway, so we've got some... Uh, we now have a management team so I look after just the general direction of the group. Somebody else looks after um, all of our, um, uh, I guess, creative endeavors. Um, somebody else is uh, looks after all of our new members. Uh, we've got a girl; she's absolutely brilliant, Ellen, um, who looks after all of our tables, um, and she's great. She's just a hard ass. Like you walk in and you say, "I want to play a game," she goes, "Well, go and sit the fuck down over here." That's what you um, want. <clears throat> That's yeah. events management, man. Yeah, man. People just don't have an opportunity to second-guess themselves. She gets them in, she sits them down, and she just goes, right, play, have fun. And you have fun. When Ellen tells you to have fun, oh, I was just, <laughs> you <laughs> have fun. I was about to say, you're going to say, yeah, you should come along to our games, and you need to sit the fuck down and have some fun, <laughs> or you can get out. Yeah. Um, and that, that, sort of, that sort of also comes along to um, uh, how to actually get started in D&D. Um, now... There is this misnomer out there that you have to kind of do a lot of work uh, to actually play. Like, you can't just turn up and play. Whereas, at the end of the day, um, to give people a really brief overview of, of D&D, um, we're in, on what's called 5th edition. So, if you ever see 5e or 5th edition, that's, that's what it's talking about. Um, the previous versions of D&D had very different, um, I guess, ways of doing things. So, um, for example, um, in 3rd edition, 3rd edition was very open world. There were hundreds of books that you could buy that would be all sorts of like weird and wonderful subclasses. There was a book on how to build a fortress. There was a book on sex in D&D if you wanted to role play sex. That would go down um, well with that group you're currently playing with. Oh, but here's the <laughs> thing though, like... It was just tables and tables and tables. And it's like, I'd like to lick your roll ears. Uh, then I'd like to insert my roll finger into your roll mouth. Like, <laughs> that's, that's all it was. Um, it was, it I, was think I've, uh, I think I've played that game, but it wasn't D&D. Yeah, but this was a... This <laughs> was a <laughs> Where were we up to? <laughs> uh, sex, D&D, and rock and roll. Yeah, um, and then 4th edition came along, and 4th edition was extremely rules-focused. Um, there were hundreds of little tiny rules for everything, um, and it almost got to the point where the only way to really effectively play 4th edition were to have all of your spells printed out on cards or abilities printed on cards. Um, and when it came to your turn, it was it was just it was almost like playing Pokemon. Oh, right? God. You, 
or, or like Yu-Gi-Oh. It was like, I'll do this ability and then I'll do this minor action and then I'll do this. And I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, it just um, got too complicated for uh, for new players. Yeah, though, they say. exactly. So it, t- it turned a lot of people off. Um, it turned a lot of people onto the game, but it turned more people off. Um, and people just didn't want to play it. So... Fourth edition was around for a very, very long time, years and years and years. Um, I think, oh, I want to say about seven or eight years. It was a while. Mm. Um, and then um, fifth edition was kind of a. The whole point of fifth edition was to take all the good parts of third and fourth edition and get rid of all the bad parts. So now they've got things like uh, advantage and disadvantage. So the DM just decides, do you have a better chance of doing something because of who you are as a character? Um, if you do, then you get advantage, which means you roll the dice twice, take the higher roll. Okay, or cool. alternatively, if you um, if you have a poorer chance, so if you're, I don't know, um, you're trying to hide from someone or deceive someone, but you're standing there in a clown costume in the middle of a field, well, maybe you have disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen up, clowns. Stop it. Yeah. Just <laughs> you have stop it. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's, it gets very easy. Um, uh, and it's also a lot more creative. So as a result, if you ever want to come along and play a game with Dutch Potato, you almost don't even need a character. That's the thing. That's, that's how good 5th edition is now. You almost don't need a character sheet. I mean, you do. But well, I didn't. Don't. I didn't. When I played, I filled it out, and I only I, I I memorized a couple small things, but I ultimately didn't need it. No, because the thing is, it also depends on who the DM you're playing with is. So, there's different styles of DMs. Like I'm a very loose DM, so I'm pretty I'm pretty right to just reward creativity. If you come up with a cool thing, it's like, yeah, great, let's make it happen. Yeah. Whereas other DMs are all about the rules. So, okay, so you take this number of damage and this is how, you know, this is how it affects this. And yeah, I'm not, I'm less about that. And there's people who are in the middle. Um, so we have how, a How would mix. you say, I was going to say, how would you say the mix is at Dutch Potato? Is it across uh, all of those areas or do you lean more towards the rewarding creati- creativity side? I'd say we probably lean more towards creativity. Um, that's good because I ultimately I think that is for new players. That's that's more fun. That mm. really is what's going to attract, you know, the the newbies, the ones that want to oh, yeah. have fun. Like you don't want you. I've uh, phrase I've been saying is that you don't want it to be your first wizards game. You don't want to walk in and just get fucked all over the place and then push yeah. to anger. My God, that was horrible. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, there's there's a um uh, uh there's there's something that we call the sky effect, and I I think Sky listens to this podcast, so she'll get a kick out of this. Hi Sky, we call this- hi Sky, hey. how you doing, bro? Um, so Sky basically came along with her boyfriend to a game who um he wanted to play. I think he was basically her ride or something. Um, and when I asked her, I said to her, "Did you want to play?" And she goes like, "Oh no, it's a bit it's a bit too nerdy for me." And I said, "Well." I have this character that's part of the game. Someone has to play her. Um, either I can play her and, or you can play her. And when, when I say roll, roll the dice. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Came following next, the next week, she came back with a player's handbook, four sets of dice. And she's been there every single week to every single session, wow. every single major event that yeah. we've done. <laughs> because it's a fun game. It's the, um, and it's it the is, crack and the coke that, that suck them in. 
Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, like, because all you realistically need is a character sheet and a couple of dice. That's it. People have people have spare character sheets and, and, and spare dice. So people who just want to come along once, see what it's like. So at the end oh, of the day, true. that's what Dutch yeah. Potato is about. It's a more it's a more open, welcoming experience for those new players that are just getting in there. And and it's not uh, focusing around a specific type of player. It's very much it welcomes it welcomes everyone across the board, oh, except Call of Duty players. So except Call of Duty players, no, no, no they, can, they can. Yeah, no, they can. They, you just kill yourselves. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need to stop picking on them. They're dis- <laughs> dude, they're, they're disadvantaged enough. We don't need to keep making it worse. Oh, you sweaty, filthy bastards. All right, so what's, what's next on the agenda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we burned that one out. Um, Yes, you're at PAX. What are you doing at <gasps> PAX? I know you're running tables. Uh, what are you going to be, from a Dice and Pixels point of view, is there anyone you're going to be seeking out? Are you going to have time to seek out anyone? I'd, I'd really like to go around and look at all the games that I have not put into my list of games that are already at PAX to look out for. Um, I have done almost no preparation whatsoever for PAX. So excellent. I'm aware that it does something with games. Wow! So no, you haven't you haven't even not done preparation for PAX. You don't even know what PAX is. You just know that you're going. You have a ticket. Oh wow! Well, see, initially someone said, "Do you want a free ticket?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Now I didn't really look at what it was. I mean, I knew what it was. Oh my god! I looked at the specifics. So, well, um, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, Next week we're going to have a new (laughs) co-host. Um. No, so what? So what I'm doing down there? I'm going down with four of our DMs um, from Dutch Potato, and we're going to be running games for a group. They're they're sort of part of Wizards of the Coast, and sort of not. Um, it's never really clearly explained what their role actually is, um, but effectively, um, they're a group called Adventurers League, and Adventurers League are sort of the the organised official play of D&D. So, a lot of rules. And the idea around it is that you can take a character to one AL or Adventures League session and then you can transfer that character f- into literally any other game in the country or around the world, really. And it will still be a valid character. Oh, that's good. Well, that's a good way to is. do it. Yeah, but there's a lot of arguments against AL. Yeah. Um, and we can, we, can, we, can, we can have another chat about that another day. But... Um, in Brisbane, doesn't matter because you know what? All the games are almost Dutch potato games. Yeah, exactly. There's very few <laughs> other games out there. What are the advantages of Brisbane? Brisbane is very easy to capture the market because nobody does anything. And if you yeah, do a thing, you're the one doing it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a group that there's groups that um, that run out of a hotel in the city, um, but they're once-offs. And they build your character for you. You walk in, sit down, and play. Um, and then there's some there's some groups that play at um, some of the stores, and they're effectively existing groups of friends. And they again, they have characters that they're playing as well. They're not jumping from store to store. So but that's, um, that's what you want. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what we're doing there. Down there. Um, no, what I'm most excited about is the tabletop games. Um, I'm actually less excited about the um, the the video game side of things. Oh, um, I have a list. Have a list yeah, I'd like I, you to look at if you have a chance. You probably won't have a yeah. chance. You're going to be running the tables, but um, well, no, 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 go it's check out. Um, go check out. Anyone else is going down to, that's there at PAX? Check out the eight and a half bit 
debate. They're they're the one half of the podcast of a debate of the top five video games of all time, I think. That should be interesting. I am so sad I'm missing it. I'm hoping it gets put up somewhere on the net. Um... Uh, and that was that was uh, for an interesting bit of trivia here. Uh, one of the one of the the main guys from Eight and a Half Bits podcast is James, who was creator of Astro Attack that I reviewed a couple of weeks ago and have still been playing constantly. Yeah. So there you go; it's all come full circle. Delightful. Nine thirty p.m. on Friday. Okay, so anyone listening to this, you got about an hour. <laughs> go and see it. Nine thirty p.m. Ultimate video game top five list. Oh, it is right. In, it is yeah, in no. the gal. It is in the gal. The, the gala. Gal. The, the gala. The gala theater. Um, so you got Paul, Paul Broadhurst. Uh, Paul Broadhurst. Sorry, Paul. I am just damaged. Paul Broadhurst, uh, eight and a half bit co host, and James Bowling, who is also eight and a half bit co host. And they also have Rick, Rick Salter, producer of Sass Effect. Lee Joy Sasfect co-host uh, and Jeremy Evans eight and a half bit co-host. So all three of the guys from eight and a half bit um, are there as well. I I follow them. I listen to those guys a lot. So there's another podcast if you want to check it out. Check it out. It's on YouTube and a whole bunch of other. You know stuff. what? I will. I am going to start listening to them. Yeah, they're good. I like those guys. Um, they're funny as they're they're a lot funnier than us. We're terrible. Um, ah, where. <laughs> We're funny to each other, and that's the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing is half the battle. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, well, yeah, check out anything you can there. Hopefully, you can get some recordings, and on next week's show, we'll feature anyone you manage to talk to. If not, we'll have a more, another interesting show for anyway. Next week, I'll say we'll be our PAX, PAX recap special, regardless, because mm. there's a couple people that are down in PAX that we're going to have on the show anyway. Um, now, oh, yeah, I... Yeah. I, I suspect this is going to be a slightly shorter episode, and then next week will probably be a longer episode. Extended, like an enormous train. Extended um, edition. <laughs> Captain Subtext. Um, so, one of the things I did want to run through quick, because I, um, I subscribe, uh, I'm on Facebook's uh, Brisbane Indie Gamers uh, and the Brisbane Indie Game Development Association uh, Facebook pages. Uh, and through that, one of the great things I like about those group is you get to see a lot of games that are in the works by Brisbane-based developers. And there are some fucking cool games on that page. And I, I keep going through them. And um, my question is usually, oh my God, when does it come out? They're like, oh, we'll be at PAX. I'm like, oh, what? fuck, man. I'm the only guy. PAX. I'm the only guy in the world that is not going to PAX. Um, did I mention... How, did, have I, did I tell you, by the way? I'm going to PAX. You going to PAX? I'm going to PAX. That's great. I was, I was Did I mention that? Talking to one of the people we're doing voice acting for the other day, and like, I was sitting there looking at PAX and going, oh, man, I'm not at PAX. I'm not at PAX. I'm crying. And meanwhile, in the background of Facebook, I just get this random message from out of the blue, and he goes, hey, man, are you going to Melbourne Games Week, like down to PAX? I'm like, ah! And I, I hope I didn't offend him, because I think my reply might have been like, oh, fuck off. Uh, but, um, <laughs> A little bit unprofessional there, but I'm, I'm sad I'm not going. But some of the stuff um, that is great, and I'm not sure all of these are at PAX. These are just some things that have been uh, following along on that page, and we will provide links to these on our uh, Facebook page and uh, underneath in the description of this. One of the games that has got a Kickstarter going at the moment, right, uh, that I would advise people to check out is... Hang on. Yep. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. I'm hearing, yep. like, tapping. Are you hearing tapping? I'm not hearing tapping. Oh. 
Are you tapping something? No, I'm not now. Okay. Something. Oh, there it is. I'm not doing anything. Are you fapping? I'm not fapping. <laughs> There's nothing. Oh, wait. My microphone cable is going boom, boom, boom against the, um, <laughs> against the iPad. Okay, that'll be it. Um, right. Uh, okay. So, anyway. Okay, we can... Uh, we, one, can, we, can uh, cut that, we can cut that out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, so one of the games, the fr- French that, air fapping frog. Yeah, exactly. One of the so games. Yeah, anyway, uh, is a game called Hell Hunter, right? Now it's a isometric. It's not isometric anymore. What the hell is that? It's it's three D isometric, not quite isometric game. Three um, D metric. It's three D metric. Um, uh, called Hell Hunter. Now they've got a Kickstarter going at the moment as well, and they've only put it up probably about six or seven days ago, I think. Um, and they're looking to get, they've got a $50,000 goal. Um, as of the time of this recording, they're just past a third of that. I would uh, recommend any listeners go over to their Kickstarter page, which I've linked on the feed below. Check it out. It is a paranormal supernatural RPG game, and it looks really, really cool. Um, it's one of the ones they went, when is it out? And um, I think it was, oh, we're at PAX. I'm like, so that's that's one of the ones to check out. There's another one, uh, which is not out yet, which is by uh, Screwtape is the name of the developer. Um, oh, just, of them. Yeah, so have I. I can't place where though, Screwtape Studios. Um, oh, wait, no, I haven't. I'm thinking of um, uh, Screwtape Letters. You ever, you ever read what? that book? Screw tape letters. Okay. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I know things that you do not know. <laughs> Hang on. No. Back to the. Okay. No. 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 Get, stay on target, Red Leader. Um. <laughs> the, do you not want to know what the screw tape letters are? What is it? Tell me. Uh, it was a book by um, C.S. Lewis. Well, that's bizarre. Anyway, um, no, they have no relation to C- uh, C.S. Lewis. Uh, <laughs> screw tape students. It's a game called Damsel. <laughs> Uh, it's an action platformer, and it looks really cool. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of platformers because it's where I started my gaming, and they hold a very warm, snuggly place in my heart. I love them, uh, and it's one of the reasons why I've been playing uh, Broforce nonstop for three weeks with my daughter too. Um, but nice. yeah, Damsel, not out yet, but check it out. There's some links below. There's one called now. I hope I pronounce this right. Uh, Hailroth. Uh, Hailroth, very very Nordic spelling there. It's a survival multiplayer, essentially. There's an alpha out, and I intended to have a play with it before the show, but I haven't yet. It looks interesting. Um, I'd say everyone look at it. It's another one by Brisbane-based studio, so check it out. It's out in alpha. You can go to the website and actually uh, free to download, get it, have a play with it. Looks a bit Tronish. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, looks pretty cool. Okay, so the next one up we have is called Hexpunk. Now, this one looks really cool. Again, once again, by a small local team of developers. Um, I will actually read from the IndieDB uh, page because it's a good summary. Hexpunk is a four-player dungeon crawler set in the distant future. Players play as one of four unique assassin classes in order to take down a big crime boss's drug syndicate. However... One of you has been contacted by the boss's men has been hired to take out the other assassins before they can reach him. Hexpunk uses betrayal-based gameplay to bring a large aspect of the game into social interaction with the players themselves, never quite being sure who is really out to get them. I really, lo- I really like this because this, this is a bit unique uh, and it's cool and it reminds me of um, oh, this game ages ago, which I 
can't remember. But anyway, no, it looks good. It looks good. So check it out. We put the link to that there too. Yeah, so you're starting to get me a little bit more excited about the uh, the gaming side of things. There I haven't even some... thinking of this from a tabletop. Oh, I know. There's some cool stuff down there, man. Um, Anyone that's at PAX, God, check out the indie game section. It looks like there's going to be some super cool stuff. I'm really going to enjoy myself at PAX. Shut up. I mention I'm going to PAX? <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you? Are you going there? Uh, wouldn't it be a shame yeah. if there was a tragic plane accident? Um, oh, no. Now I'll just feel really bad if there is a tragic plane accident, won't I? Um, mm, I'll just have on my... Uh, I'll put in my will to have on my tombstone. At least I was on my way to PAX. <laughs> no, Suck no. it, QB. <laughs> That's how you get the last word. Put it on your fucking tombstone. No one yeah, can win I've, an argument when it's on your tombstone. I, I, okay, okay, do you know I, I actually have a will? And this caused a big argument between my wife and I, but I legitimately have in my will that when I get buried um, on my tombstone, I want the words, just in like quotations, um, I lost 100 kilos in just seven days. <laughs> Ask me how. But... <laughs> <laughs> Best tombstone ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's amazing. Sorry, uh, go on. Games. <laughs> I've been distracted. <laughs> okay, another one to check out at PAX is a game called Forts. Uh, Forts is by Earthwork Games. And looks how do you spell it? Uh, how, how do I? Sp- how do you spell Forts? Really? Really? Forts. Forts. Forts or Forts. Forts or forts? Forts, as in a fort. As in, I'm in a fort and I'm going to fire things at you from my fort. Well, okay, are we talking psionics? only one version of the word fort. No, you could... Have you you ever played a psionicist in D&D? You could fire things out of your thoughts as opposed to your forts. Oh, so we're getting into uh, an audio Uh. transmission issue here. Anyway, it's called forts with an F for fuck off. Um, I... I really Sorry. wanted you then just to say with a th thoughts. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it looks really cool. It's a um, it's a fort defense. It's okay. It's kind of like you know the perspective of worms, but you've got your own little forts and you actually build them and you defend your castles and you blow the shit out of your other player. It looks cool. Um, I look, is it just is it basically like, just worms? Uh, no, it's not worms. Um, it's sim- It looks similar in style. Um. But right. but but that said, even if even if it was exactly the same, except you could also build buildings, I don't care because Worms is one of my favorite games. Um, mm. So is okay. Just out of curiosity, is there a list of? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It, is is there a list of um, uh, 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 games somewhere? That are um, going to be at PAX? Well, yeah, I've made one. I've got like it on a- my desktop, but <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure if I- there's an official list. Of, well, there, no, there has to be. No, I can't actually find one. Um, I don't know that there is. There is actually very little information on uh, on the pack site. Maybe Major Nelson knows more. He's there. Ask him. So yeah, you do. You know the origin of packs, right? Given that you know so yeah. little about. Oh, good. What is it? Just out of curiosity, in case you're wrong. <laughs> it's started as the brainchild of Einstein originally. We're going right back. What? Um, what? He? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> No, it's the guys from Penny Arcade. Yeah, Penny yeah, of Arcade, who uh, yeah. who started in America, of course, and um, I think originally weren't they weren't they pushing for this to be kind of centered around their child's play charity? I think they were, so. Like, yeah, getting donations. Yeah, there's a, there's still a lot of focus on that huge. on that charity. There's still a lot of focus on that charity, which is great. Um, yeah, which is awesome. Sideway on the note for on the note of charities, uh, just because you mentioned it before, I believe you were avoiding some um, 
some charitable oh uh, man the, okay <laughs> when when someone asking you to donate to a charity um like grabs you in a shopping center um the rush the adrenaline that you feel when you lie to them as to why you can't donate to their charity <laughs> nothing beats it I don't know if you're a twisted evil person. Well, the um, guy gave me a hug. The guy, guy gave me a hug, and I don't even feel bad. He gave you a hug? <laughs> what did you tell him? I told him, oh, we already donate to you. And he goes, oh, man, give me a hug. Oh, sure. I thought you told him like you had some aggressive terminal disease. Um, no, I didn't feel bad for a second. But see, it's it's a pet hate of mine, though, when people, when you're walking past someone and they go, oh, do you care about dying children? Like... <laughs> Like, of course I do. Not in this context, I don't. Who the fuck is going to say no to that question? I actually got followed to uni by a a Greenpeace. um, Why? To to make, actually, to make everyone feel better here, um, I'm hoping Puck's on the same page. The reason I have issues with some of these is, if you look into it, the amount of money that's collected and the amount Mm. of money that actually makes it to the people that they're trying to help... It's such a small percentage that's ridiculous, and quite often it is better to donate directly to those organizations or the organizations behind them because the non-for-profits actually sit in front of that. Quite often, all of the costs are absorbed in their running costs. Oh, yeah. And just to clarify, I'm not... And also, to follow me to fucking whatever the hell subject it was and stand outside the lecture theater waiting for me to come out. Come on, man. Do I what? look like I had any money? That's what happened. Followed me to Gardens Point campus, waited outside the lecture hall for me to come out because I said to him, look, I don't have any money at the moment. And so he's like, oh, I'll just follow you till you do have some money. God damn what? it, man. I'm a student. I don't have any money. The students don't have money. No, they eat hair and two-minute noodles. That's it. Yeah. But- no, I, 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 okay. And, and just to clarify so people don't think I com- I'm a complete fucking monster, the reason why I never donate to people, like to those charities, I already donate to charities. I'm already involved in a number of charities yeah. where I do like pro bono work for them. Um, I've got like several thousand dollars active at the moment with um, uh, Kiva, for example. Um, and the thing is, if I, like, I, I've. It bugs me because I had someone come to my door the other day and I'm not going to mention who they are, but I was really disappointed in this organization because I, I thought better of them. Um, I don't need more. Uh, and my wife was donating to them and she has actually stopped donating to them now. Wow, what did they do? Did you catch them uh, like hugging your dog in an inappropriate way or something? No, they, they came to the door and look, they were they were reasonably nice about it. And, um, and I heard them out and I said, yeah, no, look, no, thanks. We've already got a number of charities that we donate to. And she's like, oh, but it only costs this much state. And pulled out an iPad. And she's like, oh, we can do a payment now. And I'm like, no, no, no. We already have a number of charities that we donate to. We're happy just to donate to them. And then she said, um, oh, well, would you consider not donating to one of the other charities to donate to what? us instead? What? And I'm like, no. Nah. I was like, fuck you. Like, no. Oh, Absolutely not. And the charity's been damaged by uh, whoever this, yeah. this person uh, Plus, how many... How many, the amount of times, are, maybe I'm just cynical now, or um, how many of these people, legi- you don't know that someone legitimately works for charity. They pull out an iPad and go, donate now. And go, fuck off. I'm not giving you my credit card numbers. You could have walked yeah. off the street, found an iPad, um, stolen it from someone, possibly a Call of Duty player, and then, yeah, been lifting credit cards. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive they work for this charity, and that... Nah, nah, 
No, I'm. I I think that that's just a terrible person. Yeah, you just gonna say you know? I I can't. Look, I can't. <laughs> I can't donate now. I'm 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 looking for clothes. I'm shopping for yeah, clothes. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, find them. <laughs> All I can find is soup. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so everyone knows what the hell we're talking about. There is a video that Puck linked me the other day, and if you haven't seen it, it is gonna be in the feed below this. I don't know why I watched it five times in a row, and I I. I was crying with laughter because it's ridiculous. It's it's a um it's a source video maker, source filmmaker video. Um, yeah, with some actually very good voice acting. Like it, it yeah, it was very well. Done. Anyway, we'll put that in later so you know why we're why we're talking about soup. Why are you looking for soup in a closet? Yeah. Uh, if you if you YouTube soup store, you can find there are many 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 versions of it. Excellent. That's all right. We'll 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 link it to everyone then. Oh, another one I saw this week, which I think you reposted as well, was that Dark Mario video that's going around. Yeah, that was awesome. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, what happens that, to Mario when he falls down? That video clip, just that three minute video clip, was better than the entire Super Mario Brothers movie. Any bit of it. Oh yeah, I would watch a feature length movie of that. Actually, yeah. Shit, yeah. All right, whoever did that, start up a fucking Kickstarter. We'll back you. Make a full-length yeah. film because we would watch that. Uh, they can't. They can't. They can't get the money for it because Nintendo, because you know how busy Nintendo are, of course. Um, very busy. Of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, uh, they wouldn't let them have the rights to that, I'm sure. Uh, but that's... Um, no, that's fine. Now, um, in some other news, uh, to round up on one of the things we were talking about last week on our Halloween episode... Uh, I believe you went and played Oxenfree after after I reviewed it. Yeah, so yes. Oxenfree, uh, I think it may still actually be on special. If you haven't bought it, go and buy it. I, you will not regret it. Great. Um, it is one of the most satisfying games I think I've ever played. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, and it's um, uh, there's a lot of depth to it. There's so many little secrets that you can find, and there's about 15 or so different endings that you can get. Um, so I got a horrible one. Everyone fucking hated each other, and I don't know what I did what wrong. Did you- but <laughs> extra people died who weren't supposed to die. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't. Um, nobody died. Am I? And then I went, I went and looked up um, uh, like a video of all the other endings and all the secrets. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That makes me want to play this again. Um, so yeah, no, look, it's um, it was a fun game. It's um, it's very much. You know what though? I'm inclined to not even call it a game. I would more. I'm more inclined to call Pretty it an sure interactive it's a story. Oh, it is, but it's yeah, it's an interactive story more. But oh, don't do that. You're gonna start reclassifying half the games that exist. There are a lot of games that are interactive stories now. Well, okay, put it this uh, way. I if enjoy that. Expect- That's great. I don't want to have to think. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, it, but, if, but, if, but if you're expecting a game where you have to do things in a gamey kind of way, you're going to be disappointed. That's not what this is. Yeah, no, it's, it not, is a it's story. not a fight game thing. Like, you can't really, you can't get killed or die. You can cause other people to die, definitely. But you can't actually, mm. um, you can't actually die. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it, it's all choices. You make choices to say certain things at certain times, and that takes you down a different path yeah. to a different ending. It's yeah. it was awesome. Anyway, yeah, uh, if it's still on special, go go and grab that. That was good. Um, <clears throat> now, 
Just to, uh, there's two things I, I wanted to kind of round up with. Uh, one is I'm just looking through the PAX special. Uh, PAX. What the fuck? Drop Bear oh, Theater. Yeah. There is a theater <gasps> called Drop Bear Theater. That's awesome. Wait, is anything in it? Oh, here we go. Laugh as art, players as designers. Dro- fuck, Doom man, behind so- it. <gasps> oh. What? Oh. What? Okay. Friday, 6 p.m. Drop Bear Theater. Look it. Look it. I'm looking. I'm scrolling. Look it. Drop Bear Theater. Doom behind me. Oh, fucking crap, man. (laughs) You are just trolling me now. No. PAX is trolling me. The organizers of PAX have made PAX too good. Yug, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Yug, because you made PAX too good and I can't make it. And now I'm going to cry into a bowl of soup. Man, now I'm just like reading through all these things. You need to kick now off. You need to get. Yeah, you need to kick off the. Oh, wow. Kick off the table games, man. Go for browser and packs. Anyone out there Holy that sees that sees pocket packs? Um, oh yeah. Anyone out there? Hey, hey. Is is nap going down with you? Nah. Oh god. Damn. I was gonna say anyone that sees nap, give him a hug. We'll post his photo on the page. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. Hang on. Hang on. There's there's a thing. Now, this is what I need to explain. There's this mythology now that's forming around nap within Dutch Potato <laughs> because people are now coming to events and going. Who's Nap? Like, apparently, I have to go and give him a hug. Who is he? And I love Nap. He must hate you like, now. He is, he is one of the, the best people I know, like, legitimately. But I reckon you're uh, off his Christmas list and everyone's hugging him. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Nap is, is a bit of an introvert. Um, he doesn't really like, you know, um, people invading his space. So, I started telling people every time they seem to go and give him a hug. And there's a group of girls who who play D&D with us who will start talking about sex around him, which makes him uncomfortable. So they do it a lot just to <laughs> just to get to him. And there, there is a poll. Have you seen the poll on the Dutch potato site? Yeah. Yeah. So I asked I asked um, a poll on um, uh, whether or not people will be keen to have a Northside game, which we're doing next Monday. If you're in the Northside um, and you've been wanting to play um, uh, over at the Stella Rossa um, at Mango Hill, it's near in near where the um, the coffee club. Oh, you officially uh, starting up a Northside group? Yeah. So Monday oh, night. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, oh, I'd like to be on that. See if I can be on that. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. So yeah, so 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 um that that'll be Monday night, and it's half price pizza, so oh, yeah. um so that should be good. But anyway, so I put up a poll and it said who'd be interested in going, and it was basically the options I put up was yes, definitely, maybe, depending on uh, or or no, definitely not. And you know how you can add options. So there's a couple in there that are like um you know oh yeah, depending on start time, yes or. You know, um, yeah, pro- yeah, just to, probably. Just to like, hold you up here, you know how you keep putting up polls and someone keeps creating stupid answers. Is it you? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So I know this one isn't you though because I did this one. <laughs> I added the, this one to this myself, and it was, "Will Nap be there? God, I want to ride him like an epileptic bull." <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is currently the top rating answer. Excellent. The second. Top rating answer is I wouldn't be able to go, but I'd like to see a video of said nap writing. <laughs> wow. So you need to get a video of some nap writing going on. Oh my god. Yeah. And and if you go to um, DutchPotato.com, uh, we have like our management um, 
team who are up there, have a look right down the bottom. And I found a I found a photo of Nap's spirit animal, because Nap is he's an un, he he is an angry young gentleman. Um, it's just an angry looking little puppy. It's but it looks oh great. that one yeah yeah I have seen that one yeah yeah it's so um, cute. I know. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking, I'm looking for a third person. So um, this is what I'm looking for. If you listen to this podcast, I'm looking for a third person to do a podcast with that's on specifically D&D um, with Nap and with somebody else. So if anyone is interested in doing that, let me know. That's kind of cool. I like that. Actually, that reminds yeah. me. that reminds me as well. Um, <clears throat> to give another yell out, uh, there's a couple things that we're working on internally at uh, Dyson Pixels. Um, and as everyone that's listening to this would know, we are a we are a uh, a privately non-funded, non-commercial entity that has no revenue or anything like that. We just kind of we have equipment and we do this for uh, essentially fun and to, to help people out. Um, we're looking at we've been asked quite a lot, I should say, to start doing vodcasts now. Vodcasts for uh, for video games. Not that hard. Nice and easy. We've actually got one coming up in about three weeks, which is going to be a four-player run-through of the Broforce game that I keep mentioning. Um, however, Tabletop, which we also want to promote, is a lot more difficult because you can't do a podcast fo- focusing on Tabletop games. You can. We've been asked to kind of put more focus on it. However, it's really difficult because Tabletop is a physical, visual thing. You can't, you can't really talk about your experiences playing a tabletop game because nobody cares. Mm. They want to see you play it. Um, yeah. So what we're actually doing at the moment, Dyson Pixels, um, we've got a link below. Uh, we do, we have a little donations page that's up. Um, we know there's a couple of people who've expressed interest in this. Anyone that would like to put anything at all, I don't care if it's a dollar. Uh, towards that, we're actually looking to fund some proper video equipment. We need to essentially put together. Uh, we've got three cameras we have our own that we need to get. We've got a top-down camera as well, which will allow us to do a proper vodcast of the tabletop games that we want to feature. Now, that's, of course, Skyward, which we talked about ages ago. I have a list of 12 mm. other games that we want to play live, but we haven't got the facility to do it yet. But if yeah, you yeah. want to help us out and help us get there faster so we can start doing those vodcasts, we are already going to start doing the video games ones, but we want to do the tabletop ones as well. Um, and have episodes of the uh, podcast, obviously, that are that are more focused around playthroughs and, and new indie tabletop games to help promote that. So get in there, fund us. Hopefully you will be helping to uh, fund the industry as well by getting a bit more attention to some of those games, letting people see them and check them out. And on that one, I think we've come to the end and we should let uh, Puck get oh, back yeah. to Paxson around. Oh, um, Yeah. Now, the other thing I, me- I thought I mentioned as well, um, if, uh, if you guys enjoy listening to Dyson Pixels, um, can you go to wherever it is that you get your, your podcasts from? Like, if you go to iTunes, can you go and rate us on iTunes? Make a comment. Um, actually, that'd be because great. Because it actually, it actually helps. It really does help get um, our name out there and get us up on the charts. Even if all of the ratings are, um, you know, I don't know, five out of five would hug nap again. Uh, <laughs> four out of five yes. needs more nap. Uh, because- oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes, please. Can we make that a thing? Can we just make every review? Yeah, five out of five would nap again. Yeah, would nap. Would ride nap yeah. again. More more videos yeah. of nap riding. Um, yeah. So, yes, well, I guess I'll let you get back to Pax Puck, and I'm going to get back to sitting here in a dark room playing Tyrion on my phone. <laughs> because, because... Yeah. 
that's about it. <laughs> yeah, no. Did I did I mention what I was doing this weekend? Ah, uh, you're um, I don't know. You were you're mowing lawns or something. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to PAX. Mas- no, PAX, you should come to PAX, man. You were wildly masturbating in the dark. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. In in PAX. It's Everybody enjoy PAX that's going there. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Good night. Bye. Sometimes you want to go where